You're listening to CDS Paradigm. The only genre is music. Mama's in the kitchen this glorious day. Smell the gravy simmering nearly half a mile away. Lady morning glory, I say good morning to you. Chirpy little chickadee told me that my baby was true. Well, she really ran to get a frying pan when she saw me coming. Gonna get a taste before it goes to waste This honeybee's humming Mr. Weeping Willow, I'm through With all of my fault My baby's ready to do the ever-new gravy wars Pretty mama's in the kitchen This glorious day Smell the gravy simmering nearly half a mile Lady morning glory, I say Good morning to you Chirpy little chickadee told me that my baby was too well She really ran to get a frying pan when she saw me coming Gonna get a taste before he goes to waste It's honey bees I'm in Mr. Weeping Willow, I'm through With all of my fault My baby's ready to do the ever new gravy wars and to get fine pan when she saw me coming Get a taste before it goes to waste It's honey bees I'm in Mr. Weeping Willow I'm through With all of my fault My baby's ready to do the avenue Baby wants it Yes, my baby She is ready I said, baby She is ready uh-huh, baby, I mean, sweetie, she is ready. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my baby. Hi, and welcome to CDS Paradigm, the podcast where the only genre is music. Yes, this is our fourth episode in the second season and I'm really enjoying this I'm telling you this since January 2019 this year right it's it's just moving along and I'm really having a lot of fun those of you that are tuning in for the first time uh, I trust that you're going to enjoy what you're going to be listening to during the course of this hour it's a lot of music plus information that you may find interesting it's no doubt about it you was just listening to Bill Henderson with the Oscar Peterson trio. And in that trio is Ray Brown, uh, Ed Thigpen, and of course, Oscar Peterson on piano, Ray Brown on bass, and of course, Ed playing drums. Uh, However, the tune that you was hearing was a tune that was written by Ray Brown, and the lyrics were written by Steve Allen. And it's interesting because this was the tune that uh, gained Ray Brown his first Grammy. 
So I just, I had to play it. I just, you know, not to, just for the fact that Ray Brown is one of my favorite bass players. I listened to him a lot when I was younger. And I still listen to him to this day, as much as, much as I possibly can, of course. So um, yeah, that was a, a nice rendition of Ray Brown's Gravy Waltz is what it's called, the name of the tune, Gravy Waltz. You'll also hear during the course of this episode, You'll hear trumpeter Dwayne Eubanks. You'll hear alto saxophone player uh, Floyd King, who's basically out of Pittsburgh, lives in New York now. You'll hear Mallow Waldron. She did a tune. She wrote a piece that is in dedication to her father, uh, Mal Waldron. You'll really enjoy it. It's just her and a drummer. You got to check this out. You will definitely enjoy this. You'll hear Sherry Winston doing her um latest single and uh that will that's come out it's out now as a matter of fact now i think about it yes it is you'll hear the poet ej antonio and on this particular piece you'll hear myself with christian mcbride playing together on this piece you'll also uh there's a pri report uh on how this thing that is going on right now called informational warfare and and when you hear the report it's going to be interesting because it's um being coined as um what they would call free jazz it's a media strategy that is being called free jazz that russia has um put forth in relationship to their media strategy. And they're not the only ones doing it. There's a lot of countries are doing it right now. You'll also hear uh, Malou Beauvoir. Malou Beauvoir. She's French, what, Haitian. I'm sorry, she's Haitian. Uh, the fact that her last name is Beauvoir, of course, that's that whole French situation as well in terms of the heritage. Now, I said, She's Haitian. Well, her mother and father are the Haitians. And of course, her bloodline is Haitian. However, and you'll hear me say this again, Malou uh, is born in Chicago, my hometown. And I was raised in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania and lived a short time in California. But this is not about me. This is about Malou. <laughs> so that being the case, uh, you're going to enjoy this particular piece she's going to be doing. Uh, Haitian um, American Malou Beauvoir. And then we're going to close it out with Hakan Graf, piano player, keyboard player, composer, arranger, writer, all that whole thing, all that's good. You're going to enjoy that piece. So let's get it started. And right now we're going to move on to Dwayne Eubanks playing his tune, Slewfoot or slew-footed, slew-footed, yeah.
Oh yes, Dwayne Eubanks Quintet, which consists of Abraham Burton on tenor saxophone, Mark Carey on the piano, Desron Douglas on bass, and Eric McPherson on the drums. The name of that piece again, Slew Footed, the Dwayne Eubanks Quintet. I enjoyed that one too. Yes, yeah, so we're going to move along with a very good friend of mine. His actually is like a brother to me little brother actually and uh, he, he grew up in Pittsburgh Pennsylvania he now resides in New York as for for quite a number of years a couple of maybe two two and a half maybe three decades at this point and this is off of his sincerely album and this is the title cut of the sincerely album the name of this piece is sincerely and who will be playing with him is Noriko Kamo on piano fine pianist played with her quite a few times. Jeff Watts is playing drums and Hideo Kitagawa is playing bass. And uh, Jeff Watts is also from Pittsburgh as probably a lot of you already know. And uh, he does a fine job on this. So here he is, my brother, Floyd King, alto saxophonist, playing off his title cut, Sincerely.
and you are listening to CDS Paradigm. The only genre is music.
Mala Waldron, Crowd Line. That's a tune off of her Always There CD. Crowd Lion is a tune she wrote in dedication to her father, Mal Waldron, who was the music director for Billie Holiday. And when Mala was born, consequently, she became the uh, goddaughter of Billie Holiday, which is definitely a proof, I have to tell you. The legacy of what that is is just off the hook. You can always look her up. And uh, Mal and I have played in various, various projects and recorded in a few situations. And as a matter of fact, we're working on a collaborative situation right now. And you'll know more about that as it starts to develop. You'll know, believe me, here and here, no doubt. So that was Mala Waldron, Proud Lion, off of her Always There CD. And the drummer on that, by the way, is a very good friend of mine, another brother in spirit, who um, him and I are involved in a poet and jazz project that's going to be released maybe the, the, the end of this year, beginning of uh, 220. However, it will be released soon, and you'll know more about that when the time comes. You'll hear it here, no doubt about it. And that's Michael T.A. Thompson on the drums with Mala on that particular piece, Proud Lion. Moving on, Sherry Winston. Sherry Winston is a flautist who's been around for a very long time. Uh, she definitely has her notoriety in various circles and she's very wise lady. She knows her business very well, knows this business very well. I have to give it to her, there's no doubt about it. Uh, and you know, like so many others who are serious about what it is that they're doing and she is very serious about what she's doing. And uh, I have to tell you, she uh, has performed in major concert halls throughout the U.S., including, not limited to, but including Carnegie Hall, Constitution Hall, Lincoln Center, and the Kennedy Center in D.C., Washington, D.C. And she's played at the White House for President Clinton, President Bush, H.W. Bush, that is. And um, she also had the opportunity to perform with Stevie Wonder and that can go on and on. However, I wanted you to really hear her stuff, you dig? And this is her latest CD single release entitled Regatta. Check it out. Sherry Winston, her latest CD release single, Regatta.
Hi, this is Larry McGee, guitarist and CEO of Larry McGee Productions out of Los Angeles, California. CDS Paradigm is the podcast that keeps me up to date of all the music artists that I don't get a chance to hear anywhere else. I am quite enthusiastic about CDS Paradigm and urge you to tune into this podcast where the only genre is music. Oh, thank you. Yes, the uh, PRI, Public Radio International Report, that you'll be listening to coming up next, is based upon what Russia and other countries, more than probably even the United States, um, does with information. Thus, the new warfare nowadays, that which which is not being displayed or even spoken about, is informational warfare, and informational warfare is being used as an invisible radiation towards giving out information that kind of sounds jumbled up. As a matter of fact, it is coined a free jazz orchestra. I'm going to let you hear this. And uh, and at the end of it, if you want to say anything about it to me, write me. Uh, you can actually go on to my podcast and send me a note and I'll put it on the air and we can have conversation about this. It's uh, really is an interesting piece to check out. Check this out. This is the PRI, Public Radio International Report on Putin's Media strategy, a free jazz orchestra is what it's titled. But check this out. Peter Pomerantsev worked for 10 years in Russian media as a journalist and TV producer. He's now based at the London School of Economics, writing about propaganda and media. He first arrived in Moscow in 2001 a year after Putin came into power. And at the time, the mood in the media industry was souring. It appeared that the newfound freedom many journalists experienced in the decade following the collapse of the Soviet Union was now coming to an end. There was already kind of a current of thinking that you would encounter, which viewed the whole of history as a series of information battles. And that was a very hard concept for me to get my head around because I'd always thought about propaganda as a battle of ideas. But when people in Russia would talk about information warfare, they meant something else. They meant the use of information to destabilize another society in a very militaristic way. So it was, it was kind of a, almost a philosophy that saw information as being essentially a weapon or a tool. You know, the content didn't matter. It only had a certain effect. And this way of thinking first started gaining mainstream traction after the fall of the USSR in the 90s. In 1999, Marshal Igor Sergeyev, then Minister of Defence, proposed that Russia, unable to compete militarily with the West, would engage in what he referred to as asymmetrical directions. In other words, information warfare. One educational military text from 2011 describes information warfare as quite an invisible radiation. 
There's a very, very broad definition of information warfare, not just sort of within the sort of narrow way that Western military people refer to it as part of a war, but kind of extending that to the whole of society, sort of a permanent thing that's happening all the time. And the difficulty that it poses is that it kind of blurs the lines between peace and war. When Putin became president, this militaristic way of thinking about information was co-opted by senior figures in media and politics. Vasily Gatov worked in Russia as a media executive for several of the biggest media companies in the 90s and 2000s. He saw firsthand how Putin's media strategy was developed by, namely, two figures, Mikhail Lesin, then Minister of Press, and Vladislav Surkov, one of Putin's chief aides and ideologues. Initially, they just wanted messages negative to Putin to be significantly diminished. But soon they realized that if they only try to silence criticism, they cannot produce as much news events that are needed. They also started to develop the agenda that they thought would comfortably support Putin's leadership. How this worked in practice is that Kremlin clerks would just send out their requests to news editors. What news to cover, what news not to cover, what should be emphasised and what should be skimmed over. This is a very interesting and very unusual development because first it looks like a kind of repetition of Agitprop of Soviet Union. In fact, this is completely different because no special organization was appointed to create this agenda. It's not a formal organization. It's not kind of a bunker underneath the Kremlin where a group of coke-enabled geniuses write Russian fakes. No, it's very dull clerks in Kremlin who write their necessities on paper and distribute it to media. I mean, we need to underline that America does something wrong. Do it. And then this message comes to Channel One or to RT or to Ria Novosti. The Kremlin's editorial direction is very broad. They just say what they want the overall message to be. So it's like a self-winding machine that knows Kremlin request, enthusiastically runs to fulfill it, and then claim their own achievement, even if the message was initiated in Kremlin. It's a new propaganda. It makes things that other people will replicate. And it very much kind of relies on self-censorship rather than on any other tool. It's up to the news editors to apply their creativity to produce stories that will push out the message. These people in RT or VGTRK or Pierre Canal, they say so not because they believe in this, but because they are afraid that if, they, if they're not saying that, they will sooner or later be replaced by someone who do it more enthusiastically or cleverly. Russia's been called sort of postmodern dictatorship, and by definition, there are no authors in postmodernism. There is no censor, no, that's, and that's why it's quite flexible. It's like a goo. That's Peter Pomerantsev again. He says former Kremlin advisor Gleb Bavlovsky probably had the best description of Putin's media strategy. He called it a free jazz orchestra. So there's a tune, you know, everyone's doing nice in Tunisia, but then somebody can go off and do a jazz solo around that tune. So we know the tune is Hate America, but then you go and improvise. It's a very sort of freeform uh, approach in that sense. The mantra of Margarita Simanyan, who heads RT, Russia's state-run international news channel, is 
there is no such thing as objective reporting. The channel is funded by the Kremlin with an estimated budget of $230 million per year and services in English, German, Spanish and Arabic. What's funny is that they're using the language of diversity of opinion and freedom of speech to undermine it. I mean, the, on the strategy they've alighted on, which is essentially, you know, alternative opinions, what's wrong with alternative opinions, you know? More free speech, more, you know, that's kind of the language they've adopted, which is our language. Russian state media provides a platform for people with a wide variety of opinions. Nationalists, Brexiteers, people on the extreme right, even people on the left. Whoever needs it, really. And this is done to project messages that are divisive to the West. They push it to its logical absurdity. There's no difference between a fact and a conspiracy theory or between an academic expert and some nutcase that they found off the street. And that's much harder to find any way to kind of stand up to than if somebody's coming like, communism is a better system and you can prove that it's not. Here they're just, you know, almost satirizing our own language and pushing it further. And that's the difficulty with this new kind of information warfare. How do you respond to a loose strategy that is not interested in pushing one single ideology or even really persuading people? Rather, it aims to undermine all ideologies and facts and to destabilise the very idea of a truth. For America Abroad, this is Dasha Lisitsina. Very interesting. I have to tell you, um, this is something that's not discussed or talked about, talked about, spoken about. And I'm, and what I'm saying is, this is based on the psychology of sound and vibration. Those of you who have uh, tuned into this podcast have heard me speak about the psychology of sound and vibration. I do a whole class on that on occasion. And um, this is something that is going on and has been going on for a number of years, a few decades actually. This whole uh, sound vibration warfare or informational warfare. And I, I just want to let you know, this is not about taking one side or the other. That's not what this show is about by no means. Uh, you know, my thing is to give out the information and then, you know, you assess it for where you stand. And that's just how it is. Um, however, anyone that wants to speak to me about it uh, or we can put it on the air, we can have conversation about it. Just go on to the CBS Paradigm website, which is uh, anchor.com. I'm sorry, anchor, excuse me, anchor.fm slash CDS hyphen paradigm. And then you'll see a button there where you can send me a message. And I'll definitely play it over the air and we can have uh, on air conversation about it. And it would be a groove because I like speaking about things like this, as a matter of fact. So uh, I trust you got something out of that and let me know. All right. Very good. Now this. Hey, what's up? I'm Tamaniko Didi, CEO of TMO Entertainment, and I listen to CDS Paradigm with your host, bassist Christopher Dean Sullivan. You can listen to this podcast any time of the day with its variety of installments. Would you like to be a supporter? 
go to anchor.fm slash CDS hyphen paradigm. CDS paradigm podcast where the only genre is music. Peace. So put that down somewhere. So put that down
That was Malou Bouvoir from her first single off of her new album or most recent album, Spirit Walker. The name of the piece is Rossenblumen. Rossin Blumen is the name of the piece. And it's a homage to the Vaudou spirits and to Beauvoir's Haitian culture. Now, I want to tell you that she is of Haitian parents, born in Chicago and raised in New York City. Uh, the tune was actually written way back in 1934 by Toto Bissan, which is a uh, Haitian songwriter back in those particular time periods. And um, the person has singing with her is Paul Boubron. And he's a renowned Haitian singer-songwriter himself. Uh, uh, the Rosenblumen is a rally or gathering. In the context of this song, it actually means to join hands in unity or let's rally together. So I trust you enjoyed that. And you want to look her up? Look her up. Malou Beauvoir. And uh, she's, uh, she's just, as you heard, she's just happening. You know, so so check her out. Next up is the poet E.J. Antonio, and I'm thankful and I'm happy that I was able to be on this particular uh, uh, project of hers. And the name of the project is Rituals in the Marrow: Recipe for a Jam Session. Rituals in the Marrow: Recipe for a Jam Session. That's the name of the CD. The name of the piece you're getting ready to listen to is called Foreign Monkey. And you'll hear Sako Yasuma on bamboo sax, Joe Jardulo on reeds, Christian McBride on bass, and myself, Christopher Dean Sullivan on bass. And we're looking to have a very good time. This uh, is poetry and music. Some folks is called poetry and jazz. So check it out. Rituals in the Marrow, Recipe for a Jam Session, the name of the piece, Foreign Monkey, E.J. Antonio. Check her out. It's imprint. Deep. Half buried in another brown schist cerulean emerald black seas turbulent salt wash its cradle sheaths of seaweed woven through pompous caresses, nurtures, the wildness, wild, 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 wild. It's larval form, a meteor careening through the pelting skeletal remains of its unfortunate sisters. Each strike a pockmark, 
glacial fragments, their tears freeze, melt, dry on impact. Life never runs from chaos, just smashes itself against the force of its own unstructured structure. This oxidized embryo waits to give voice to the bloody, gnarled, gnarled vowels from within birth. The cacophony, cacophony, cacophony as silence chisels itself solid. Fisher's splinter become the unbecoming deprivation. What grows, then breaks, layer by layer, crust, granite, its blue vein, sounds of struggle, Emerge fingernails, blades, knuckles, hammer. One violent hand pummels free. Freeze the graven harlequin face. Time has left hollow. Dehydrated mane, stiff, the muscled leg in lotus squat fights, atrophy, the ultimate enemy, its twin half, its twin. Its almost palsied hand scoops out the chiseled afterbirth. Acrid, acrid dust, dust, unpalatable. Rock flex grown, repulsive. Hard shell beetles, locust, crunchy, vile, vile. Mandatory, mandatory, mandatory for the savage gut, the raw stone within us all, convulsing on the edge, on the edge of becoming more or less than more or less than
and you are listening to CDS Paradigm. The only genre is music.
that was Hakan Groff, Norwegian pianist who now resides in Los Angeles, California. And that was off of his Good Groove with Graffiti CD. Look him up. Hakan, H-A-A-K-O-N, Graf, G-R-A-F, keyboardist from out of Norway, residing in Los Angeles, California. And the name of that piece from his CD is, Do You Think It's True? He leaves you with a question. Do you think it's true? And playing with him is Gary Granger on bass, Dennis Chambers on drums, and off Wakeness on guitar. And I'm telling you, I enjoyed that so much. I, I When I heard the tune, I said I had to close the show out with that excitement. The, the tune is just exciting. And I trust the next time I'm out in California, I get an opportunity to um, hook up with him. I like to uh, check him out on a live performance, actually. So that'll do it for this episode of uh, CDS Paradigm. The podcast where the only genre is music and of course some other things as well obviously and again i just want to reiterate anyone who would be interested to want to speak to me about what they heard on the pri report the public uh radio international report please just go on to my um podcast site which is anchor.fm slash CDS hyphen paradigm and uh, you can leave a message there's a place there where you can leave a message I'll hear it I'll even play it over the air you know and we can we can make a discussion out of it and I would definitely appreciate that I, I like to hear different folks uh, reaction or their take on what they just heard about what that is and I, I'll get more into it as a matter of fact so in the meantime Thank you for tuning in to CDS Paradigm. And until next time, whatever you do, please do it safely. And wherever you go, always have peace at the top of your agenda. In the meantime, good day, good night, good morning, good afternoon, whatever it is that time you're listening to this particular podcast. I trust you enjoyed this episode. I know I did. And uh, from all of that, Just keep this in mind as well. All that is manifested becomes clear only when accepted for what it is. With this acknowledgement, you can believe wisdom becomes the consequence you did. So until next time, peace. You're listening to CDS Paradigm. The only genre is music.